it's Abby, and welcome back to the Abide Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about grace, and I'm sorry that I haven't been posting a lot, but I'm going to try to be getting back into it and just um, finding what the Lord has been calling me to do in this season. So I'm going to pray, and then we'll get started. Um, dear Heavenly Father, um, I thank you for everything you've given me, and I thank you for allowing me to have this outlet just to share my story and share your glory, God. I pray that you will help me to just remember that it is not me speaking, God. These are your words through me, and that you will reveal to me what I need to say and what I need to do in my life, God. And I pray that you help us all to just really reflect on grace and what showing grace means and how your grace covers us god and you know my pray amen okay so i'm going to start out talking about grace how i talk about every topic that i talk about and um just kind of um talking about what i've learned and what god has revealed to me that grace is and the verse that i found that really goes along with a lot of the things that i'm going to be talking about today is romans 3 24 and it says well actually i'm going to be starting in 23 and it says for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in christ jesus whom god put forward as a propitiation by his blood to re- be received by faith this was to show god's righteousness because in his divine forbearance he had passed over former sins it was just to show his righteousness at the time so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in jesus so through this we can see several things about grace we see that we are justified by grace by his grace from all of our sins so grace covers us it Um, reveals our sins and it kind of takes on many forms in this sense like forgiveness repentance salvation um and one of the definitions i found that really stuck with me and like kind of revealed to me the magnitude of grace is the free unmerited or undeserved favor of god towards man so kind of talking about how we don't deserve like everything we do is undeserved we're the ones that put jesus on the cross but even still like god shows us favor and he covers us and then it also talks about how it's a gift so we're gonna also be dying in diving into that so i'm going to be trying to just put a lot more scripture into these podcasts and so the next scripture that i have is ephesians 2 8 which i feel like is one of the main scriptures that comes to a lot of people's minds whenever we think of the topic of grace and it says for by grace you have been saved through faith and it is not of your own doing it is the gift of god not a result of work so that no one may boast so that verse kind of i don't know i really like that verse because it again reiterates the fact that um, grace is a gift, and I like in um, this, and I was reading this Enduring Word commentary on this, and it said how it says, um, by grace you have been saved through faith, so it's not just the grace that saves you, it's not just the faith that saved you, it's, it's, okay, so the metaphor that they kind of used was a water hose, um, so the hose itself does not quench your thirst, the water that comes through it does, and the water couldn't get to you through without the hose. So 
you need the hose to bring water to you. So you need faith to bring grace to you. Like grace comes through faith, if that makes sense. So, but faith can't save you. Faith can't quench your thirst. You need grace because we're broken. And that's just um, how it is. And then it goes on to say in verse nine, it's not of works. No one can boast. Um, it's through salvation and God himself gets the glory, not ourselves. So we can't boast. Um, our gift is from, our gift is salvation and grace. It kind of all ties together. It's kind of this big confusing mess, but it works together in such a beautiful way that through our salvation, God gets the glory, but he initiates it for his own glory. But no one can boast because it's not anything we're doing. And so I feel like a lot of times we try to think of, oh, look at all these good things I'm doing. Look at me. I'm giving to them. I'm ministering to them. I'm going to talk to new people, which, yes, those are all good things. But we can't boast about those things because if it, our heart is truly in the right place, we should not be boasting about that because we have grace because behind all of those good things is a bunch of bad, terrible things that we're doing and we're sinning and God's grace covers us so that we're able to do those things. And so our heart really needs to be in the right place to focus on bringing God the glory. Um, uh, another verse that um, I'm going to read is Romans four sixteen, which says, it's talking about grace. That is why it depends on faith in order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all his offspring, not ordered only to be adherent to the law, but also the one who shares the faith of Abraham and his father of us all. So kind of bringing up this idea that faith according to grace. Grace is not given through works, but it's given through faith. So like nothing that we're going to do is going to cover up everything that we've done in the past um only the grace of God can do that and um so we have to have faith in God so that he will give us grace and not saying that we should only have faith because he will cover our sins but we need to be diving into who he is and why we worship him and um like our faith is so warranted I think by just all the things the beautiful things that God gives us about himself. Um, and so, like, his grace is so crazy to me just to think how, um, like, how messed up we are. Like, um, I was talking to this girl today. She was super sweet. And um, it was the first time I ever talked to her, but she kept saying, what is wrong with the world? Like, and I was like, yeah, like, but the only thing that's going to save us and is going to save the world is God because he's the only one that has the power and his grace is big enough to do that. Um, the next scripture that I'm going to read, it says, it's in John 20 verse 23. It says, <clears throat> I'm sorry, it's in John 1 16. Um, and it says, um, for from his fullness, we have received grace upon grace. So I'm going to kind of dive more into this chapter um, or into this verse, into these context verses a little bit more in a minute. But um, kind of grace upon grace, like we, God's grace is not exhaustive. Like 
we cannot do anything to take away God's grace or God's love for us, which is so crazy. Um, it's an inexhaustible supply of grace and truth in comparison. So the context around this verse, it says, for the law was given in verse 17. It says, for the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth come through Jesus Christ. In verse 18, it says, no one has ever seen God. Only God who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. Talk about Jesus. I'm making him known. So also talking about how through Christ we have grace and the law was given through Moses. And if we cannot keep the law, every single part of the law to the full, like if we cannot keep the law perfectly, we are sinners. And so God's grace kind of, that's a really cool depiction of how from his fullness, because he sent his son. And um, so Jesus Christ came and gave us grace upon grace that can never be exhausted and can never be got rid of. Um, and I think that that is a really cool, um, just way to put that. And um, John, and then I'm going to say another verse really quick. And it says, now the law came to increase the trespass, but where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. Again, talking about how the law we cannot keep the law perfectly and but where our sin increases our grace god's grace increases um so like i feel like a lot of times as christians we think we're not good enough to um go to christ and just like give our all to him because we're broken and we know that but the whole point of Christianity and the thing that's so freeing and that I found so freeing in it is that you go to God with your struggles and he takes him. He says, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Um, and his grace covers all our sin, grace that is greater than all our sin. Um, so just whenever we feel like we are down and God cannot save us, he is stronger and he has the power to forgive our sins. But that also arises the problem of people trying to abuse grace, which I'm going to talk about next. The topic of abusing grace has really been a struggle for me to talk about because I feel like even I've struggled with this and I feel like a lot of um, people do. And so just thinking Abusing grace is kind of the idea that God forgives me, so I'm going to continue in my sin, um, which is kind of because grace covers our sin, right? But the whole point of grace is not for us to continue to sin. Um, it says in Romans 6, 15, it says, what then? Are we to sin because we are not under law, but under grace? By no means. Do you not know that if you present yourself to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one who you obey, either sin, which leads to death, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness? Um, so I'm really going to be focusing on verse 15, where it says, Are we to sin because we are not under law, but under grace? By no means. So again, kind of reinstating the idea that we are not under the law anymore, and that in Christ we have grace, and that even though we messed up, even though we're broken, we can still be full with the Father and um, be presented holy to Him. And um, and then in verse 16, it says, 
Do you not know that if you present yourselves as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one whom you obey? So kind of talking about how like as Christians, we're no longer a slave of fear. We are child of, children of God. And, um, but if we're obeying sin and we're falling into our ways of sin, we're a slave to sin still, which will ultimately lead us to death. But if we are in obedience and turn away from our sinful ways, which doesn't mean that we're going to live perfect um, because we all stand, we all struggle, but God doesn't call us to be perfect. He calls us to be obedient and that leads to righteousness, which is really freeing. How do others see him in me? And if we are trying to do that, the topic of abusing grace, it, we, it won't be like, we won't be abusing grace anymore because we're going, we're being obedient and we're going running towards Christ. And um, that doesn't mean we're still not gonna fall, which we will, but that grace frees us. And um, so we need to devote our lives to showing others how good and wonderful it is to live free of the chains of the world holding us back. More scripture um, that backs this up is Galatians 2.20. It says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I live now in the flesh by faith is God the Son who has loved me and gave himself for me. Grace is the only reason why we have everything that we have. It's the only reason that we have such a great family and the friends and the community around us, this podcast, all the opportunities we get. And I feel like we often um, lose sight of that and all the things that God has done for us, that he loved us so much. He made a way for us to be free and live free, um, even though we were the very reason that Jesus was on the cross and had to die for our sins. It says in um, 2 Corinthians 7, so... Should you rather turn to forgive and comfort him, or he may be overwhelmed by excessive sorrow? And then it says in verse 10, anyone who you forgive, I also forgive. Um, and then in verse 9, I'm kind of, I know I'm kind of skipping around a lot, but it says, this is why I wrote that I might test you whether you are obedient in everything. And then immediately following his obedience, it says, anyone whom you forgive, I also forgive. Indeed, what I have forgiven, I, if I have forgiven anything, has been for the sake of Christ. So kind of um, bringing up the idea and now we're going to start talking about forgiveness. Everything I've done is so, and everything we've all done is so heavy and like I can't imagine forgiving someone after the things that I've done to God. Um, but God says reaffirm your love for him and forgive and comfort him. It's saying, forgive the sinner, be obedient in everything, and whom you, I, whom you forgive, I also forgive. We see this idea come up again in um, John 20, verse 23. It says, if you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you withhold forgiveness from them, from any, it is withheld. So, kind of talking about the idea that we are called to mirror Christ. In Christ, he forgave, he forgave my sins, and... Um, just the magnitude of the forgiveness that Christ showed for us, we should be able to reflect and show to those around. That's all for today's um, episode. I thank you all for listening and coming along on this journey with me. Um, 
I'm just going to pray and then I'll be done. Dear Lord, I thank you for allowing me to talk about this and just share um, what you are teaching me with others, God. Um, I pray that you help me just be filled with grace and truth this week and in my whole life, God, that I can be reflecting you in everything that I'm doing and remember that my sins don't hold me anymore, that I am set free by your love and by your son who you sent on the cross. In your name I pray, amen.